0: All right. One, two, three. Nice. So the editor is going to
1: use that to line up our vocal tracks my claps were out of sync i thought we were gonna clap quickly okay it's okay that's
0: that's, that's okay he'll line it up
1: okay cool sorry about that okay
0: strike one
1: okay (laughs) should we clap again or no no we're good yeah we're good (laughs) okay okay hi jacob thanks for editing for us enjoy the money
0: Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Fire the Canon. This is the podcast where we read the books in the Western canon and decide if they belong or not. You're going to have so much fun, you won't even realize you're learning, and you're going to learn so much, you'll forget you ever had fun. I'm your first host, Jackie. I'm your primary host, Rachel. And with us today... This day, which is a very momentous day, sad day that we're recording without Theo for the first time ever, but happy day because we have a new semi regular. Host? Guest?
1: Host? <laughs> She's not a host. She's kind of You've a You've met her before.
0: Yeah, I'm just, I'm not
1: Theo. But you are. I am Becca.
0: But you are Becca. This is Rachel's sister, Becca. You've met her once before on our Most Dangerous Games episode. That's right. Nepotism.
1: <laughs> yep. I have a lot of opinions, but I don't know much.
0: <laughs> so here we go. That's what we like to hear. Becca said she'd like to be the person on the podcast who... Just sits and doesn't read the books and then comes in with her hot takes because she's got a lot of them. And I know that to be true.
1: Yeah. And this is her dream job, actually. So Becca, just so the audience knows, Becca will be replacing the part of Theo that was the guy who didn't read the books. (laughs) (laughs) just reacted
0: but not the part of theo who like talks about nasty things that his mom doesn't like but i hope his mom is still listening
1: um yeah now now it's all gonna be stuff you like to hear the other thing is the part of theo that edits the podcast is going to be replaced by
0: our friend slash previous guest, Jacob. Jacob, at Big Yellow Praxis on all social media. He's got his own channel, uh, primarily does video essays on YouTube, and you can catch him on two, no, one of our episodes, or is it two? I think it's two. Well, we're on one of his episodes, and he's on one of ours. Oh, it's definitely at least two, because he's on one of the Gawain episodes as well.
1: Okay, well, he's been on our podcast. You're familiar with him. Jacob, if you want to insert a little something, feel free, but don't feel pressured. We're very
0: happy to have him. You don't have to insert anything. I'll go ahead and tell you this is what he sounds like. Uh, I'm Jacob and uh, I'm, I'm British. I? That you're what is that? <laughs> you're trying to sound like Obama or something. It was it was like a, it was like a Jimmy Stewart, Jacob, Obama. Obama yeah, mashup. that was really bad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Honestly, Jacob, now you do have to insert something (laughs) because now the audience needs to be able to compare Jackie's impression to your actual voice. I think they'll really enjoy I, I that. Could, I could
0: edit, you know. Maybe. Oh, gosh.
1: Yeah, we'll <laughs> see. He did actually, when he was a guest on our podcast, he was like, you know, you could always replace Theo with me. And we were like, ha, 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 that'll never happen. Theo's doing this podcast forever. <laughs>
0: Theo yeah. was no, notably silent. We're not mad at Theo. We're mad at Theo. But we're not mad, yeah. mad at Theo. We're not mad at him. We just wish he was still on the pod. Yeah. But also... <laughs> yeah. You know what? I realize it's
1: possible the reason he quit the podcast is not to compose, like he said, but because 2023, year is odd, wrath of God, it's the year he's supposed to be really mean to
0: Jackie, and he oh. wants to spare her. <laughs> well, but we started in 2020, and we went through all of 2021. He was so that mean. Was on. <laughs> Did you forget? <laughs> oh, yeah. Go back to all those episodes. It was nothing but nothing but meanness. Right. So that's why he's he really had to leave is he didn't want to be mean to jackie ah! sorry i didn't realize that the man who came and sprayed for bugs um took the window screen off of the window and it's loosely propped up but not attached is that okay oh, is that gonna be a problem this is an anti-advertisement for terminix back to you Rach. thanks
1: <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about pinocchio Ooh, i know well not necessarily ooh. so Pinocchio <laughs> was written when 1882 Jackie it was in
0: 1881 and Becca do you want to explain why you said "ooh"? because this is one of the many reasons that we're doing Pinocchio part of it is because there's a movie coming out or just yeah came Guillermo out, del
1: Toro's Pinocchio is out which also is not a faithful adaptation of the book similar to the Disney one wow so this is going to be a big shock for me
0: uh, yeah but Becca I think you're still gonna hate He's it still because still a puppet still a yep.
1: puppet yeah I hate a puppet they're my worst fear and my greatest <laughs> foe maybe your worst yeah.
0: fear I hate a puppet really they're so them. scary she also hates I I love that you don't say I hate puppets I love that you say I hate a puppet
1: she, <laughs> it's I think she's <laughs> you remember there was a little somebody had a little tweet or something like a little Facebook post that was like, I hate the pig woman. I hate her with my life. She does not leave the frog alone. And I sent that to Becca and she was like, I also hate the pig woman, but I also hate Kermit. <laughs> that, I don't do. you like a couple of the Sesame Street guys, even though they're Muppets, all of them? Yeah, I, I like Elmo. Oh, he's a puppet. I think, no, no, it's, they need to be fluffy and furry. If they have like the felt... Uh-huh. The felt, you know, that's supposed to
0: be like skin. skin or whatever. I don't really care for that. Yeah,
1: and their big gaping mouth. I feel
0: like Elmo isn't that fluffy. He's fu- he's, he's furry. fluffy
1: enough. He's a furry monster.
0: <laughs> so you don't you don't like Elmo, Jackie? No, he was past my time. Wow, Who he cares? was not an OG. I guess like the the puppets that you love are the ones
1: I hate. And the ones that I will let stay are the ones you don't care that much about. It's interesting.
0: Do you have like some re- like reason just that you the hate skin? Puppets. Right? Just the felt skin. I mean, but like, did you have a bad experience or something? Mm, no. <laughs> I think maybe in assembly
1: in elementary school, there was a guy who brought in puppets, and I was just like, not for me.
0: I didn't start having an affinity for puppets until I was in high school. And I, my first job was a puppeteer, as I've probably said many times on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We had some puppets you really would have hated because um, part of the show was so it's a little children. Obviously, it's a children's puppet show. I don't know why I specified that. Like this was an adult puppet show and it was very serious. Ew. Ew. Uh, oh, my Oma is calling me. I'm going to call her back later. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So part of the show was um, a little song about stoplights and it went like, red means stop, green means go, yellow means you take it slow. And so we had a red stoplight puppet, a yellow stoplight puppet and a green stoplight puppet. And they were just like round styrofoam balls that we like cut in half and then tried to like attach their mouths at the corner so we could like pull a string and make the top halves flap up and down like they're talking, you know, mm-hmm. like almost little head yeah. is like ba blah, 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 blah. But um, we one time I think they broke and we tried to make new ones and we were scrambling and it's like the kids are coming we got to get these puppets ready Mm -hmm. and we're trying I've already told the story about how we had talking pumpkins in the same show and a pumpkin fell on my head with a huge rock in it and I almost died. (laughs) but in this one the stoplight puppets like we couldn't attach their mouths correctly so like every time we pulled on them if a little breeze came along the whole top of the head would just like flop back (laughs) and the song would keep going but the puppets would be like ah like couldn't close their mouths so we were like putting our hands up and trying to close them I'm sure it was horrifying yeah I bet it was horrifying I I bet we created a lot of people like Becca
1: (laughs) It's just the puppets. I don't I don't like how they're like we're making a move around. I don't like that. That's kind of a puppet's whole thing. I know. I don't like. Yeah, it's weird because Becca loves stuffed animals.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. You had a lot of them in your apartment. So Becca, let us. We're going to jump into the story eventually. I promise. We're going to do that thing that podcasters do where we talk for like 30 minutes. And then Mm -mm. we're like, well, why don't we just jump right into it? Not 30. Let's do maybe three more. No, not 30 minutes. (laughs) We'll go to the book. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Becca let um, Rachel and I both stay at her empty um, condo while we were visiting our families for Christmas mm-hmm. and Becca was not there, um, but her apartment yeah, you have a lot of stuffed animals. And I'm like, I come in at, with my dog because um, she also kindly let my dog stay there. And I thought, ooh, he's going to tear all these up. So I had to hide them all. Wow. Have you, are you missing <laughs> any of your stuff? I haven't
1: noticed, but that's crazy. I guess he likes stuffed animals. Yeah. The dog. Yeah, because
0: every time there's a stuffed animal in my house, it's a dog toy.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he's fine. I have a little cat and she doesn't care about stuffed animals. So yeah, yeah. She likes to eat plants. She likes to attack people. Sometimes she, like, tries to lure you to a place so she can jump out and attack you. And one time she was trying to lure me downstairs. And I, like, didn't go downstairs because I was doing something. And then from downstairs there was a... She was yeah, she really was a sad, sad that noise. I wouldn't let her attack me. <laughs> <laughs> so I did let her. How could you do? Oh, good. That? She makes a little chirping noise, like like a little chirping noise. And then I feel like it gets like, it's all excited. And then it gets kind of sad. Yeah. (laughs) Don't go and fall into her trap. You you can hear her being like, oh oh, man, I'm so excited for
0: my plan. Oh, I love that. She's bad. So cute. She's bad. All cats are bad. Yeah. No. (laughs) So do you want to jump in? Because I have a little background on the story. And there's some facts that like, I don't want to say up front. I want to like insert them. So don't. Don't think that I've forgotten them because just, I guarantee you, I know everything that there is to know that's important. Whoa.
1: (laughs) Wow. That's a big statement. Oh, wait a second. It says it was written in 1883. You said it was 1881. Oh. My source said 1881. What the hell? Maybe it was written then, but... Published in 1883? It started
0: as a serial. It started as a serial that was published in a children's magazine. So 1881 was when it was first written. Probably 1883 is when it was compiled.
1: Yeah, and published as a book.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. And tell everyone the name of the author. Okay. So the name of. Okay. We're talking about Pinocchio. You guys got it? Good. All right. (laughs) Name of the author Carlo Collodi, I guess is how you say it um but that's his pen name his oh. original name I believe was Carlo Lorenzini Colodi was the name of his hometown so that would be like was specifically his mother's hometown so if I were to do that I would Jacqueline be Jacqueline Bunn that's not my mother's hometown though oh. I'd have to be like Jackie Mineola Oh,
1: well, that's actually pretty <laughs> good you should consider that
0: yeah what would you be
1: um I guess Rachel Pearl Thanks. oh or Detroit? I don't know. Illinois, my mom. Rachel Detroit. <laughs> not that Detroit. You know, my mom used to talk about how she grew up in Detroit and I was like, dang, girl. And then I found out it's like Detroit, not minnesota but it was like detroit mississippi or something <laughs> not mississippi detroit <laughs> missouri so or like detroit illinois it was like some yeah. tiny little town so i i was like okay Real let me subtract 20 points of street smarts from my mom
0: <laughs> yeah you were like dang my mom is tough <laughs> that's terrible well anyway he was born in 1826 he lived until 1890 so um, he was the oldest of 10 kids, but unfortunately, seven of them died. So he kind of, oh. I guess, saw a lot of death, childrenness, and, and death in his time. Yeah yeah (laughs) which is you'll kind of see kind of comes up a lot in the story um he went to school to become a priest but he didn't like it um i don't know why he started working in a bookstore i feel that too huge slap in the face of god yeah definitely he's from like the florence region um and so for a while he was volunteering with the army but then he like kind of got into politics and like around this time is when there were the so he didn't get paid He just did army stuff for free. What I read said it was a volunteer position (laughs) because they were undergoing the independence wars and Italy was having a reunification campaign where they're trying to get all the individual states together into like one country. Which is an insane thing to try to do. Well, he cared. Well, they did it. He cared a lot about it and they did it. (laughs) Becca, so
1: that means that Pinocchio is not only a puppet. He's an Italian puppet. It's two strikes. Could, yeah, couldn't get much worse. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Becca, she says she's she's kind of okay with Italians, but she hates Italian Americans.
0: Okay. I
1: don't like how they the words that they say. You know the words. Jackie? Ones. Like a what? <laughs> <laughs> she hates gabagool. Yeah. Ew. I don't like it.
0: <laughs> gabagool. She really hates gabagool. Never, I've never said gabagool in my life ex- until my boyfriend started making fun of Italian-Americans. And he does the nice. same thing. So I'm going to visit my my dad and he's like, you got to have some gabagool.
1: <laughs> and you probably <laughs> do. Becca, do you, how do you feel about when they say capiche? Mm. Okay. <laughs> Jackie, you're on thin ice. <laughs> do you say capiche a lot, Jackie? She's Italian. American I know but does she say capiche a lot
0: I don't think I've heard her say it I'm going to make you an offer that you, you can't refuse capiche <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Well we'll see
1: I'll see if she even says it during this call if she even says capiche
0: One time I went to a murder mystery party as a uh, I get whoever that guy is like uh, the guy from the Godfather who says, I'll make you an offer. You can't refuse the Godfather himself. Yeah. Maybe that's him. But um, (laughs) I read that the way that that actor did that part and made the voice is he stuffed cotton balls in his mouth. So I went to the party with my mouth full of cotton balls and I just (laughs) talked like that. And I had to keep I had a bunch of replacements. I had to keep replacing them because they would get wet. Ew.
1: Ew. Okay. Well, that's interesting. You know, on Hannah Montana. When her older brother was impersonating the godfather, he stuffed
0: marshmallows in his mouth. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. He probably knew that fact as well. So maybe that would have been more fun. More fun, more tooth disease. Maybe, but maybe he didn't do it that long and he brushed his teeth after. Becca's a budding dentist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a
1: wannabe. Oh, one of her friends told me, Jackie, I'd been meaning to tell you and Theo this, but I kept forgetting and now it's too late. But... (laughs) What's up? One of her friends told me something about brushing your teeth. And I said something like, oh, you know, I probably brush my teeth three times a day. And she said something about brushing your teeth twice a day or like sometimes doing it or whatever. And I was like, whoa, you're a dental student. You you don't even brush your teeth twice a day. And she said, you really only have to do it once. And we like to tell people. If you brush your teeth at night, that's for you. And then you brush your teeth in the morning for other people. <laughs> Wait, who
0: told you that? Who wasn't? I think it was Shelly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Shelly would say that. Oh, yeah. Stinky Shelly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> smelly Shelly,
1: obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you, smelly
0: Shelly. <laughs> you missed out on that, Jackie. <laughs> would you call her Stinky Shelly? I can't believe it.
1: <laughs> No, so, I, I mean, I definitely brush my teeth twice a day. But basically, it's more important to brush them before you go to bed if you're thinking about cavities. Mm-hmm.
0: And if you're not thinking about cavities, you don't have to brush them ever.
1: Um, I mean, I guess, like, it, yeah, if you don't care about cavities, I guess <laughs> you can just not brush your teeth. And if you don't care about teeth, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you don't want to have teeth, <laughs> don't brush them.
0: <laughs> I'm going to clip that part and have the recording of Becca saying, I guess you don't have to brush your teeth and then that's one gonna- out of one dentist <laughs> agree <laughs> you're, you're the 10th yeah. dentist <laughs> yeah
1: um yeah you can do whatever you want you can do whatever but you want in the morning it doesn't help the morning doesn't help that much if you like brush your teeth in the morning that's not the make or break of like whether or not you're gonna get Cause you
0: haven't eaten anything overnight mm-hmm. well also it's kind of like you're doing
1: stuff all day so you have good salivary flow and stuff mm-hmm. it's mostly just like when you're you go to bed and your mouth is closed everything's just sitting in there
0: yeah or like if you've had marshmallows stuffed in your cheeks all evening and all yeah. day at
1: work <laughs> mouthful of yeah, marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, exactly anyway pinocchio um it, This was a huge book. Like, I thought, okay, probably nobody knew too much about this. Or maybe it wasn't that big of a deal until the movie came out, the Disney movie. But I'm... That's not true. Like, this was a sensation. A phenomenon. Um, A a phenom. (laughs) And um, it has been... I'm just going to read you, like, directly some quotes about it. So, I... There's (laughs) There's <laughs> a philosopher named Benedetto Croce, who um, I don't know anything about, but I guess if you're into philosophy, you probably know him. Italian, I'm sure. Oh, yes. Um, I love it, it's a Pinocchio. That's what he I said. I know. It, it's a Pinocchio. He, <laughs> well, he, so he said Pinocchio is one of the greatest works of Italian literature of all time. I believe it. Uh, he. Well, that's, okay, so that's a burn on Italians, <laughs> but.
1: <laughs> Brief note from the
0: editor, I uh, did try taking out all the anti-Italian sentiment from this episode, but realized only left five minutes of material so this is what we're left with He's, he meant it non-sarcastically. He, um, was no, he was nominated for the Nobel Prize in Literature 16 and times. And he was like,
1: Pinocchio's the guy who needs the prize. Did he win,
0: though? Did he ever win? It's like, always a nominee, never a winner. <laughs> wow. It's like 21 dresses. Oh, yeah, God. exactly. It seems like he knew some stuff about literature. He said this is one of the greatest works. Um, Someone else said, it's the most translated Italian book, which is, that's just a fact, and after the Bible, the most widely read. <laughs> what?! <laughs> The Bible is not an Italian book. <laughs> no, I know. I'm trying to figure. I was scared at that sentence. Even though Italians killed Jesus, it doesn't count. I'm still trying to figure out, like, what that sentence means. Were
1: they taking credit for the Bible? Or the most widely read book, like, in, in Italy? the whole world? Like, not just Italy.
0: I, you, it could mean any of those things. No, they, I think they must mean in Italy. I think they mean in Italy. Yeah. But the way that it's written, the way that it's actually quoted, what she actually said was... Pinocchio is the most popular book in the world after the Bible. Like that's what she said, but I don't think that's what she meant. (laughs) That
1: can't be true. I'm sure it's it. There's no way. It's very
0: popular.
1: I didn't even know it was a book. We owned a copy of the book Pinocchio growing up, and I read it like a lot. Actually, it was in our little children's Mm. bookshelf. Oh, and it was a big, thick one. It was one of those books where it had one book on one side, one book on the other, and you like flipped it. Oh. I thought it was a long book. No. Is it it, a, I thought Jackie said it's no, long. No, it's like, oh. no, she meant, it's a huge, when she said it's a huge book, she meant like popularity. <gasps> oh, I thought she meant like a thick tome. It's actually pretty short. I thought
0: you were being serious. Oh my God. No, she was being serious. She really thought I meant that. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, apparently, like, it's not just this philosopher. It's like so many people have said like, like pinocchio is a universal icon and a metaphor for the human condition um you yourself said it was candide for children it is (laughs) like when i started reading it i immediately thought this is literally just candide but italian and a little bit later and for children Honestly, I think it's better than Candide. It might (laughs) be. It's short chapters. Each (laughs) chapter has, like, a summary at the beginning. It says this is the one where this happens, like, the Friends episode title or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then (laughs) it's just a short chapter. Something horrible happens. And then, like, all these, like, he dies. He comes back. Like, bad things happen. People do things and die. And then they're reborn again. And then Mm -hmm. um, this, like, someone wrote a paper about it that said, like, it's reminiscent of, like, the perpetual cycle of death and rebirth of like vegetation and the earth and he's like an epic hero because he goes through like he goes into the underworld yeah he goes into the underworld and like he comes back up so it's like triumphant he's Odysseus he's Gilgamesh he's Dante yeah um terrifying. But it was kind of a timely story because so in 1881 um, is when he started publishing this as like a serial in a weekly children's magazine. It was called Giornali per i bambini. which I guess is just like baby journal. <laughs> <laughs> baby journal. <laughs> I don't know. So it started there um, and it's kind of timely because sort of like if you remember our Condite episodes like you take uh, a very naive person and send them out into the world and like watch what you like humiliating blunders they make Aww. and this is what was happening Mm-mm. to italians locally and on a global stage because <laughs> peasants from the country were coming in to work in the cities due to industrialization and they were also emigrating to other countries notably america Aww. off to become italian americans my family was doing this
1: yeah, at the exact
0: same time, honestly, like late 1800s is when all of my Italian relatives came over, and there's a funny story that gets passed down where, like, uh, I guess in a, in Italy the post boxes were bright red at the time. Oh gosh! Um, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, and so some one of my ancestors like came over here, saw something that was like bright, bright red, and tried to put a letter in it, but he was trying to put a letter into like a fire. Uh, what are fire a fire hydrant fire hydrant yeah like he was just like this oh. must be the box and like i don't know how he oh, confused no. those two oh things gosh.
1: but that's exactly what maybe he's never seen bright red before except for that
0: i don't know italians were just like <laughs> embarrassing themselves all over the place so this is part of like what made pinocchio so <laughs> yeah, popular
1: letters into fire hydrant <laughs> yeah. because italians were like he's just like me for real yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> i don't know i think everybody just liked it because it's funny it is pretty funny But it's also really dark in parts.
1: I also read, so Pinocchio, he's like a jerk. Yeah. And you read it and you're like, oh, you know, it's funny. But I was reading that the author didn't intend for it to be funny. He intended for you to like learn a lesson. You're supposed to be like, whoa, this is a bad boy. (laughs) Well, I can tell it's both because
0: like we'll start (laughs) talking about it. But like there's a lot of points at which it's like, hey little boy you shouldn't do this and he's like I don't care because I'm a boy and I do what I want and I don't care what other people think and then something bad happens and then the narrator do what they want yeah they're like well do you see why that happened it's because you didn't listen and he's like I'll make sure to always listen to you from now on
1: well are you gonna uh, we'll get to it later but are you gonna talk about the original yes intended ending of yes yes that's the thing that i knew (laughs) you were gonna tell
0: me to talk about and i (laughs) was gonna talk about it later but there's a point that we're going to cover in this story where it ends and that was the original ending but obviously it goes on further oh we'll get to it um yeah yeah that's basically it so why don't we jump into this bad boy Okay, do you
1: want to hear one thing before we really get into it? Last thing. So I was kind of doing some Googling about Pinocchio because there's a point where a character says to Pinocchio, oh, some, some lies have short legs and some lies have long noses. And I was like, okay, is that like an Italian saying? What does that mean? So I did some Googling and I found an article published in the New Yorker called What the Original Pinocchio Really Says About Lying. So I was reading that and I was like, what's this from? It is from... An essay called Love and Lies, an Ooh. essay on truthfulness, deceit,
0: and the growth and care of erotic love. There was a, this is a paper from before Pinocchio was written? They had papers like oh, that? It was published in the New Yorker like five years ago. Oh, but I thought you were looking for the source of this quote in the story. No, I was I was
1: looking for, I googled that term, lies with short, no, short legs, lies with long noses. And this article came up that was like, what, you know, Pinocchio and lying. <laughs> so I thought, oh, maybe this will tell me about it. And I started reading it and it's from a longer essay about erotic love. I'm like, why are you talking about Pinocchio in this essay? <laughs> it's horrible.
0: <laughs> I want a girl with a short leg and a long nose. <laughs> mm-hmm. basically <laughs> nobody knows that song uh, wait is that a real
1: song you know, i know it you okay here's the thing becca jackie will make jokes <laughs> and sometimes they're a joke where you're like okay nice and you nod a little bit and she's like come on i just want
0: to know that you know it's from a song
1: <laughs> it's that song that goes dude do
0: doo, doo." do do, 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 I do, want do. A girl with a short coat and a long jacket or short skirt and a long uh, jacket.
1: Yeah, yeah. Short coat and <laughs> yeah, a long Yeah, I knew jacket. it wasn't. I knew that wasn't the real one. <laughs> when people say she's got it all, they mean she has both a short coat and a long jacket. <laughs> she's got a little petticoat
0: and a long trench coat. <laughs>
1: Okay, so whenever I read something, I'll say I'm a sucker for a chapter where they're like, "Here's what happens here." What do I, What do you guys think about that? I like it if they aren't, if you if when you read it and you think they're giving everything away, mm-hmm. but then you read it and you're like, they didn't give anything away after all. Well, yes. the story isn't like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, okay when they tell you what's going to happen you're like I know what's going to happen and they were telling the truth but somehow you're still like whoa I mean that's kind of happen. it happens you'll see there's one chapter that does that but so like this story has a lot of characters which I think that Theo hated when that happened but I feel like you Becca will be able to let it kind of wash over you like water
0: over well, a duck's back most of these characters are just like random animals so we don't really have to worry about remembering their names we just want to tell you what happens. Jackie, you've never seen any Pinocchio movie, right? Even the Disney one? No. And in fact, when I started reading this, I realized that I was waiting for the part where it was like, okay, but like, where does the guy come in who like takes them out and they fly around? And then I was like, I'm thinking of Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> like I never seen either of them. So I kind of just mashed them up. Peter <laughs> Panocchio.
1: Wow. No, and Becca, you have seen it. You've seen the Disney movie. Yeah, it was years ago. It was understandably not my favorite. <laughs> so. <laughs> and we, we're we going to try to have her on for an interview. But one of our cousins, Megan, had a <gasps> huge crush on Jiminy Cricket for years. Years. Like five years,
0: Pause. I think. <laughs> what? How do you have a crush on a animated <gasps> cricket? He didn't look like a human. She, he, he wasn't even like She a- said she wanted to put
1: him in her pocket and carry him around on dates. That's what she said. With other men? No, on dates between the two of no, them. No, just her. She was wanted to date the cricket. She wanted to they, date the cricket. They would be on dates and he'd be in her pocket. She just thought he was really cute.
0: Is this a crush? I don't know if this is a crush. I think this is like, oh, he's like a she little was, chick. She we boy. were young. <laughs> Becca, we're
1: going to have her on. I think it would be good to do a bonus episode where we interrogate Megan about
0: Jimmy Cricket. Yeah, cricket. attack her.
1: <laughs> and she she stands by the crush, too. It's not like it's like a dark time of her life she's embarrassed about. Like, she's still like, yeah, he's adorable. Oh, yeah, I, I, I love texted it. her about it recently. She's like, oh, Jiminy, I remember those days. She's not like,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, cricket summer. No, this is cricket life for her. Like, she's Hot still yeah. going to die on this cricket hill. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll talk to her about it. But I just wanted people to know that they're, you know... Anyone out there who's like, "I'll never find love," <laughs> even you will. If, even if, if you were have a Russian Jiminy cricket, if you're a human, you can find love. <laughs> well, my thing, the crazy thing is, like, yes, he's like an anthropomorphic cricket, perhaps, sort of. But if if you were to mo- make him like human, like if you were to use his little the type of face that he has and make it human he looked like an old man yeah he that's what i'm saying he's like, not even like a hot cricket <laughs> a handsome cricket
0: <laughs> so what about you know in james and the giant peach like there's a cricket there like that guy's freaky was she into that the grasshopper yeah the, oh, the grasshopper i'm
1: sure she wasn't into no, him she wasn't. i'm sure she, she didn't was. have a thing for crickets but also he wasn't a <laughs> cricket it was just jiminy yeah yeah <laughs> It's not it's not crickets in general. Okay. yeah, she just had a weird thing about he was the one.
0: Well, we've got 20 chapters to get through, Rachel.
1: Yeah, and it'll be good. So but I wanted to say to you guys who have varying degrees of familiarity with Pinocchio. So you're familiar with Pinocchio. You know about his dad? Geppetto. Geppetto. You knew Geppetto. You knew Geppetto already, Jackie?
0: Yeah, I knew Geppetto. And I knew like in the story, in the movie, it's like, oh, I'm lonely. I want a son. So I'm going to make a wooden son. And then magic happens.
1: And Pinocchio wants to be a real boy. And also there's Jiminy Cricket. Okay, so you're about to see... This is like... This is so different that it's unbelievable
0: unbelievable <laughs> also
1: pinocchio's nose was constantly growing in the movie yeah and like hardly it ever it happens like, in the story. like, barely grows and also i will say so we're reading the first 20 chapters which is what like 40 pages but we're reading the first 20 chapters and his nose grows like twice he also he tells a lot of lies he lies like five times but his nose only grows a couple
0: times yeah but he loses mm-hmm. different body parts and has them put back on and then like his nose grows oh, yeah. and they chop it yeah. back off and like
1: yeah he's crazy i hate it i hate all of that so, so, the way this story opens is cha- I'm just going to read the first little bit so you get a feel for the narration. Chapter one How it happened that Mastro Cherry, carpenter, found a piece of wood that wept and laughed like a child, which ah! is like a horror story. Yeah, I would be
0: terrified. That's, yeah, that's super scary. And I'm like, well, who the hell is Master Cherry? Like, where's Geppetto? Exactly. <laughs> so, so, it starts
1: with centuries ago there lived a king, my little readers will say immediately no children you are mistaken
0: <laughs> you silly little boy
1: <laughs> once upon a time there was a piece of wood <laughs> so it starts with him mocking his readers being like you guys are idiots you're idiots this is about a children. piece of wood so, okay, so the story, it starts with this guy named Mostro Cherry, which is his nickname because his nose is round and red like a cherry. He finds a piece of wood and he's like, great. It's kind of rude. I know. I'm going to carve this into a table <laughs> leg. But whenever he is, like, starting to carve it, the wood says, like, help, don't hit me so hard. Please be careful.
0: And Which I'm getting all existential. I'm like, wait a second, this is a piece of wood. That means it came from a tree. So, like, it's already been cut at least once. Like, what happened with that? Yeah. We're going to find out more. It's a problem.
1: <laughs> so, he, he like, sands the wood and then the, the piece of wood is like, hee hee hee, that tickles. And he keeps convincing himself, like, I'm imagining this, whatever. So, his friend comes over and it's Geppetto. Yeah, because he's freaked out at this point by the wood. So his friend Geppetto comes over and we immediately find out Geppetto his nickname is Polandina because he always wore like a wig the color of yellow corn and that he hates that nickname. It means corn mush. Yeah. Yeah. Like polenta. It's like polenta, basically, yeah. So and he hates the nickname and people don't use it anymore after the first couple chapters so it's like why did you tell us about his nickname? well then just don't wear the wig well he wants to wear the wig
0: (laughs) and geppetto is like he's got anger issues really he
1: does and he's known for it throughout the town and when he sees his friend like on the ground he's like what are you doing on the floor and his friend says i'm teaching the ants their abc's and he's like, good luck to you. What brought you here, Geppetto? And Geppetto says, my legs. So he's just being so sassy.
0: He is sassy. Yeah.
1: It's very weird. He came here. And why is he being sassy about it? <laughs> I don't know. And he's there to ask for a favor. Yeah.
0: If you show up at my house and I'm like, yeah. hey, like, what's going on? Why, what are you doing here? And you're just like, uh, standing. I'd be like, okay, get the fuck out. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> don't be sassy so with sad. me somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so okay so he's like I need a favor and he says what is it he's like I would like to make a beautiful wooden marionette what do you think and then the wood says bravo Polandina and of course the old men get in fights like a physical fight I'm thinking
0: like Gandalf and Saruman like literally throwing each other around the room like a lot because he's like why did you call me that and then they'll like make up and say like just I'm sorry okay let's let's go back we're gonna be friends for the rest of our lives and then they shake hands and then the wood says something else and then they're like hey you called me that name again and he's like no I didn't and then they're throwing each other around biting each other right also he asks can I have a piece of wood and
1: Mastro Antonio or Mastro Cherry is like oh let me give you my freaky wood so he goes <laughs> to hand it to him <laughs> and then the wood like throws itself at Geppetto's legs and smacks him in the legs and they get into another physical fight and they're calling each other names whatever they're like bleeding missing coat <laughs> buttons oh, and then they, it says they shake hands and swear to be good friends for the rest of their lives and Again, then Geppetto (laughs) like takes the wood and limps home wow what an exciting friendship they have I know yeah
0: seriously do you wish your friendships were that exciting because I'm not sure I do
1: sometimes Sometimes. (laughs) sometimes I wish that could use a little flavor in my life maybe true so okay so Geppetto goes home and he's very poor and he doesn't have a lot of stuff in the house he has instead of a fireplace He has a painting of a fireplace and then a painting of like a pot on top that's bubbling up and has seam coming
0: from it. So he doesn't have to eat. He just looks at a painting of food. I think he does have to eat, but it helps him feel like he has food. I don't
1: know. Oh no. No wonder he has anger issues. He's hungry.
0: (laughs) I kind of think of it like, you know, people today putting on a like, pulling up the TV and, like, putting on a fireplace, but they don't actually have a fire. Like, They're the just Netflix
1: like... fireplace? Yeah. So, okay, so <laughs> Geppetto, he, like, starts to carve the wood into a marionette, and he's like, oh, this will be great. I'm going to name him Pinocchio. I knew a whole family of Pinocchio once. Pinocchio the father, Pinocchio the mother, and Pinocchio the children. They were all lucky. The richest of them begged
0: for his living. I don't get that.
1: I don't either. And also, like... Pinocchio is not, it means like potentially it means pine nut, yeah. but we're not really sure. So it's like, is this a joke? What kind of joke is this?
0: I don't know. There's also a town in f- the Florentine region called Pinocchio that was before Pinocchio existed. And now it has a giant statue of Pinocchio in it. That's like 15 oh feet tall. And I'm like, I oh don't know gosh. if like Terrifying. the original people in this town would have wanted that. I wouldn't have, that's for <laughs> sure.
1: You know, one place you're never going. pinocchio
0: Pinocchio. italy that's for sure yeah well i just think it's funny he starts making it and then he like carves the eyes and then he's like ew you ugly eyes why are you staring at me (laughs) you made them (laughs) (laughs) this is also like (laughs) Harold from the scary stories Mm -hmm. where the guys are making this the scarecrow Harold, and they're like "Ooh, let's make him ugly he sucks and i'm like you did
1: it and then they mocked him for being ugly Yeah. yeah it's So he also he like he makes the nose and this time the nose grows and grows and grows and then he has to like cut it. But so Pinocchio didn't even lie and his nose was already growing for no reason. But so he makes Mm -hmm. a mouth and then the mouth laughs at him and Geppetto gets mad. Then he makes like he when he finally makes the hands immediately the puppet pulls his wig off. That's funny. And then he's like, Oh, (laughs) you're so bad. He's like, You're being a very bad son. The first thing you do is be mean to your poor father. And then he cries. And then he carves Pinocchio's legs and feet, and Pinocchio immediately kicks him in the nose. And Geppetto's like, Oh, no, I should have thought of this before it was too late. (laughs) He should, I would be afraid. It's crazy that he's just mad. It's like, you're making a little monster with haunted yeah. wood.
0: I should have known this would happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's he's crazy. Also, I feel like it's just a cautionary tale against having children. It's like, yeah, you create something and all it does is cry and, like, hurts you accidentally and thinks it's funny and you can't do anything about it.
1: Steal your wig, kick you in the nose. Yeah. That's yeah. what having a kid is. That sounds right. So then so then he, for some reason, he teaches Pinocchio how to walk, and Pinocchio immediately runs away. But instead of <laughs> being like, good riddance, Geppetto's running after him like, help, help, catch that puppet. But everyone is just, whenever they see him, they just laugh and laugh. But luckily, a policeman finds Pinocchio and like grabs him by the nose
0: and drags him home. Not just a policeman, a Carbinieri policeman. Yeah. He's like the Italian FBI. Italian policeman. Oh, wow. I met a carbonieri one time. And how was it? Pulled you by the nose? He was, he was creepy. He was creepy. And he took us to see some mafia people. Anyway, that's a story for another time. Doesn't he have work to do? We were at a bar and he said, those guys, they look a little mafioso. So he goes out and he talks to them. And I was like, those guys look like teenagers. Let's go home, Leonardo. Leonardo story for another time (laughs) leonardo you knew him pretty well okay so anyway so geppetto
1: he takes little pinocchio or he wants to take him home but the puppet like throws himself on the ground and is crying and throwing a fit and a crowd gathers and they're like oh no the poor little marionette geppetto's so mean he's gonna beat that puppet and then eventually like geppetto gets arrested and taken to jail (laughs) Did he even beat the puppet or did he just get arrested for nothing? He just got arrested because everyone was like, that guy's going to beat a puppet. He hates little boy. They're like, he's mean with boys. He's not a little boy. He might tear the puppet puppet to pieces. And then he just goes to jail and he's crying and crying. And he's like, oh, I I wanted him to be a well-behaved marionette, but it's too late. And then the narrator says, what happened after this is an almost unbelievable story. But you may read it, dear children, in the chapters that follow. It's been
0: pretty believable up to this point. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) So he's like, we're all familiar with this, happens all the time, but let's get into the real weird stuff.
0: Becca would have been Uh arrested immediately, too, for for walking around the street saying, I hate a puppet. They'd be like, you can't hate puppets in this town. Get over here. You're
1: going to jail. (laughs) Go to jail. (laughs) You hate a puppet, straight to jail. <laughs> but I wouldn't cry about it like a little baby, though. <laughs> <laughs> a little bambini. Yeah, you'd be like, look, if hating puppets is illegal,
0: lock me up. Exactly. <laughs> hey, guys. This is the interstitial. <laughs> um, this is the point at the episode in which we ask you for your support. So thanks so much mm-hmm. for listening. If you'd like to support us further, you can go to patreon.com slash firethecanon. Canon is spelled C-A-N-O-N. Did you know that? I bet you did because you're listening to us, but you might not remember it later on. Check that out for a tier of $3 or more. You get access to all of our bonus content, and we put that mm-hmm. out regularly. There's also a pretty large backlog of those now. So if you're missing us in our off weeks, then go ahead and check those out um you can also leave us a rating a review on apple podcasts or a thumbs up on spotify that helps us out a lot too it really does um we love it when we get the reviews and uh that's pretty much it i think we maybe we should start reading those when we get them because people like to hear their works read right you can be the new authors yeah all right thanks so I much think guys. Will. back to the episode sounds good <laughs> Now, this is your cousin Megan's uh, ostensibly her favorite chapter that's coming because here comes the cricket. But oh, no, it is not like in the movie. It's not the same. It's crazy. It's
1: off the wall. He doesn't follow him around the whole time? No. So he okay. So Pinocchio goes home and he's like home alone and he's like, awesome.
0: He's like, great. Got the house to myself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. My dad's in jail. This is just what I wanted. (laughs) And he hears this. He like hears this sound, and he looks around, and there's a large cricket on the wall, like a regular cricket. And he's like, "Who are you?" And the cricket says, "I'm the talking cricket, and I've been in living in this room for more than 100 years." And the puppet's like, "Look, just get out of here. Do me a favor and leave." Like it's my room now. <laughs> and the cricket's like, no, I have to tell you something first.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he's like, okay, well, hurry up and tell me and then get out. And the cricket says, like, boys who refuse to obey their parents and run away from home will never be happy and you're going to be sorry for it. And then Pinocchio's like, no, I'm a boy and I just want to do boy things and I'm not going to listen to you. I don't want to go you. to
1: school. Yeah. Yeah, I want to chase butterflies, climb trees, and steal birds' nests. And the cricket says, if you go on like that, you'll grow into a perfect donkey and be a laughingstock. And Pinocchio's getting more angry at the cricket because the cricket's like, why don't you go learn a trade if you don't want to go to school? Yeah,
0: this, this is like one of the themes of the story. Like, you have yeah. to work for what you get. Like, you have to go learn a trade. And the cricket says, you know... He says, "Well, I want my trade to be eating, drinking, sleeping, playing, and wandering around from morning till night." True, great. Okay, the first good thing Pinocchio's ever said. And the cricket says, "People who follow that trade, yeah, that sounds pretty fun." He says, "People who follow that trade always end up in the hospital or in prison." So it's like little little boy to prison pipeline. Yeah.
1: So he has a fight with the cricket. He's like, shut up. And the cricket's like, I feel bad for you because you're a marionette. And even worse, you have a wooden head. And then Pinocchio grabs a hammer and throws it at the cricket. And it squishes him. And then he dies. (gasps) Oh, Megan would hate
0: that. Over a hundred years he's been in that (laughs) womb. In that womb. In that room. Sorry. (laughs) I
1: know. And he killed him with a hammer.
0: He's dead in one chapter. Bye.
1: That was Jimmy Cricket. And the narrator's like... Maybe Pinocchio didn't mean to kill him, but he did. So anyway, moving on. The next chapter is called Pinocchio is hungry and looks for an egg to cook himself an omelet. But to his surprise, the omelet flies out the window. That's pretty surprising. So this chapter, I think we can very quickly go through, but basically like... He's getting really hungry, and then in the corner of the room, he sees something that looks like an egg, and he's like, oh my gosh, it is an egg, this is great, because he found out that the bubbling pot was just a painting on the wall, so he he like puts a little pan over some hot coals, puts some water in, and then like cracks the egg, but then a little chick comes out, and it bows to Pinocchio, and it's like, thanks for breaking me out of my shell, Goodbye, good luck, and remember me to your family, and then it flies away. And then Pinocchio's Hmm. crying, and he's like, oh, I wish I didn't run away, because then my dad would be here, and he would feed me. I hate being hungry. And that's the whole chapter. So maybe he feels bad about sending his dad to prison, though. Only because he's hungry. Yeah, because he's hungry. Uh. So. Yeah. So in the next chapter, he's like, he's like ringing people's doorbells in the middle of the night asking for food. And one man is like, oh, stay there, and, and I'll get you some food. And he says, stand under my window and hold your hat out. And Pinocchio like stands under the window and the man dumps a bunch of cold water on him. So he goes home, and he's wet, and he's sad, and he's like, I need to dry out. So he puts his two little puppet feet on a stove, and then (laughs) while he's asleep, his feet catch on fire, and they, like, burn to ashes and blow away. (laughs) That seems fair. And then he wakes up to a knock on the door, and it's
0: Geppetto. (laughs) Little boys who send their dads to prison wake up with no feet. (laughs) That's the lesson. Mm-hmm. That's the moral of the story. Rachel, you read this as a child. Like, do you feel like yeah. you were learned uh, motivated to be good <laughs> because of this? Because Becca also seems fine, I mean, and yet she, had, she didn't read
1: I, it. I guess I was pretty good, but I don't. I don't think I learned anything. There were a couple things in the book that I liked, and there's a couple things I hated, which we'll get to one later, but I'll tell you when they occur. But the rest of the book, I just kind of was like, all right, well, that happened.
0: So there's Geppetto. He's come back. He's back.
1: And he's like, open the door. And Pinocchio's like, I can't. Someone ate my feet. It was a cat. Because okay. there's like a little cat in the room. And Geppetto thinks he's lying, of course. And Pinocchio's like, I can't stand up. I have to walk on my knees. Boo hoo hoo. And he's crying and crying. Geppetto's like, open this door before I
0: beat your ass. <laughs> yeah. A little wooden puppet ass. Don't say that, Geppetto. You just got out of jail. <laughs>
1: Well, he already went to jail for beating the puppet. He might as well actually beat did, the puppet. He did not even
0: beaten the puppet yet.
1: <laughs> I'm saying if you have to do the time anyway, <laughs> you might as well do the crime. Do the crime. <laughs> You've already done the time. True. So he, show, he he breaks in through the window, and then he's like, oh my gosh, Pinocchio, how did you burn your feet? And Pinocchio tells him the story, and he's like, oh, this cricket, and then, like, I threw a hammer and killed it on accident, and then my omelet flew away, and Geppetto's <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about, but here, I know you're hungry, eat these pears, and Pinocchio is such an asshole. He's like, dad... Can you peel them for me? I only want to eat them if you peel the pears. <laughs> and the dad's like, "Uh, you're being too picky. And he's like, come on, dad, just peel those pears. <laughs> 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 so Geppetto is like, here, let me make you some feet as long as you don't run away again. So the puppet's like, I promise I won't run away. I'll be good. And he's like, hmm, that's what boys always say to get what they want. He's like, no, I promise I'll go to school. And he's like, sure. It's just because you're a boy who wants to get his own way. And then he says, but I'm not like other boys. I'm better than all of them. And I always tell the truth. (laughs) And guess what happens to his nose? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Yeah, nothing. So it's true. Canonically, Pinocchio is better than other boys. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he makes um, Pinocchio some great feet and like sticks them on with some glue and Pinocchio's like, this is awesome. I'm going to go to school, but I need some clothes. So Pinocchio, he is given a little outfit Geppetto makes because he has no money. So he makes him a suit made out of flowered paper, a pair of shoes from the bark of a tree, and a tiny cap from a bit of dough. And that's my favorite part
0: of Pinocchio. (laughs) So cute. It gets worse from here. Mm -hmm. So he looks at it and he's like this is great but i i need an abc book if i'm going to go to school geppetto's like well i don't have any money so he goes out and he sells his own coat even though it's really cold and he gets him his abc book he says where's your coat dad and he said i sold it
1: and he's like why geppetto says oh it was too warm but the narrator says pinocchio knew exactly why i said that and he jumped on his dad and gave him a bunch of kisses and hugs because he was so happy and grateful Mm. So, like, that's Pinocchio's best moment. (laughs) He'll never be nice again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Chapter 9 starts with, Pinocchio sells his ABC book to pay his way into the marionette theater.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's on his way and he hears some music and he's like what's that? And this boy says oh that's the puppet, like the marionette theater it costs four pennies and Pinocchio's like can you lend me money? And the kid's like nah. So we're skipping a little bit of negotiation but finally (laughs) because Pinocchio tries to sell his clothes and the kid's like don't want that, don't want that don't want that. So he's like what about my ABC book? (laughs) And a a rag picker is like oh yeah I'll buy the ABC book. So he gets his pennies and it ends with uh, it's saying oh and you know this whole Time poor Geppetto was sitting at home in his shirt sleeves, shivering with cold because he sold his coat to buy his son that little book. Oh, oh my no. gosh, Geppetto sh- can't afford to be a father. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know you're mad at Geppetto in like, this he, he, he's too poor. <laughs>
1: well, I'm mad at Pinocchio, but Geppetto shouldn't have made that puppet, that wasn't the right move.
0: You're like, Wow, Geppetto's such a welfare <laughs> queen, <laughs> that's what he
1: said. <laughs> he's not a welfare queen no one's helping him he's just struggling i know (laughs) poor guy Mm -hmm. so pinocchio he goes to the theater and it's it says it's harlequin and pulcinella and then there's like this guy named Fire Eater, who's the director. So the puppets on stage, they're like doing their puppet thing. And then all of a sudden they turn and they look and they're like, oh my gosh, is that Pinocchio? The other puppets like, oh my gosh, it is. And more puppets arrive and they're all yelling, it's Pinocchio, our brother Pinocchio. Hooray. Somehow they all know each other,
0: which is like, this tells me, okay, they must've been from the same magical tree, right? But like why did every piece of wood from this magical tree that I suppose exists end up getting made into a puppet? I think
1: you're wrong. I think it's like a puppet thing. Like you see, it's like a spidey sense. But if one puppet sees another, they immediately know that they're a puppet and they know their name. Wait, so all of those puppets have like, a con- their own consciousness yeah, and, and move on their own. I hate on it. Their own. Yeah, so they go grab Pinocchio. They're like, come to the arms of your wooden brothers, Pinocchio. And he jumps on stage and they're like having a party.
0: But the audience is getting mad because... And the audience is like, this is bullshit. I do not want to see yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. They're like, stop coming <laughs> yeah. to life and embracing each other. I want to see this other thing.
1: Right. So the, the director shows up and he's huge and he's like, hey, you interrupted the theater um, as punishment. I'm going to burn him because my lamb isn't quite done cooking. So they tie Pinocchio up. The puppets tie him up. (laughs) Well, they just called him their brother. And they're like, he's wriggling. I know he's wriggling. And he's like, save me, father. I don't want to die. And then in the next chapter, the he's like, oh, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And he's crying. And then Fire Eater, the director, sneezes. And Harlequin is like, hey, good news. Whenever he sneezes, like that means he's feeling sorry for you. So you're saved. Like instead of crying, he always sneezes. So anyway, Pinocchio keeps begging and he's like, yeah, I need to go see my dad. I I don't have a mom. And Fire Eater's like, oh, I feel bad for your dad. Okay, I can't use you as firewood. I'm going to burn your friend Harlequin. So they start tying this other guy up. (laughs) And Pinocchio's
0: like, no, 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 please don't. And then uh, the other like there were two other officers. Officers is what they call them, like other puppets. Like they started crying. And then... Um, yeah, everybody's he's, crying. Yeah. Um, he's like, come on, go ahead, Pinocchio, you go home. What he says is like, oh, I feel really bad. Like, I didn't... You can tie me up and put me in the flames because I didn't want Harlequin to die in my place. The yeah. best friend that I have in the world, he met him, like, what, a second ago? <laughs> um, but <Yeah>. he says... <laughs> <laughs>
1: so then everyone cries at his brave words. Yeah, he
0: says, I beg for mercy for my poor friend.
1: Okay, my thing is this... Is okay. The police took Geppetto for di- to jail for m- maybe in the future <laughs> beating up a puppet, but this guy's yeah. allowed to burn alive puppets to cook lamb, and that's totally fine. The only policemen
0: yeah. around are also puppets, so.
1: And they're fine with it, which is crazy. Like, the puppet police let you murder a puppet. The human police won't even let you beat a puppet. Yeah. Well, I'm just... It's just interesting. And I just feel... I don't know. It's So, did Harlan Quinn not help the other puppets tie up Pinocchio? He did did have to help because Fire Eater was threatening him. So, Becca, puppets
0: are an oppressed underclass.
1: Mm, I do feel for them a little bit more now.
0: Yeah. and But representation... Apparently doesn't matter because they were represented on the police force and they were like, I wash my hands of this. <laughs> I'm not out Exactly. Oh, Just yeah. like in the real world.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. The correct response isn't to have, you know, an underrepresented minority as a member of the police, it's a corrupt system. Yeah, APAB all puppets are bad. <laughs> oh, Becca <laughs> agrees. Okay, so the next morning they've been partying. So Fire Eater's like, tell me your dad's name. What does he do? Does he have any money? And Pinocchio's like, he has so much money. He never has a penny in his pocket. He sold the only code he owns to buy me an ABC book. And then Fire Eater's like, oh, I feel really bad here. I have five gold pieces for you. Take them for your dad. And Pinocchio like thanks him. He kisses everyone goodbye and he heads home. I know that's a lot, right? Like I can't get a
0: handle on this guy. (laughs) If you've got all this gold, why don't you just, why don't you buy some non-living wood to cook your food with? Like, if you got all this money, why are you using your own He's puppets? mad because
1: Pinocchio interrupted the play. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know what his deal is.
0: The puppets are your livelihood. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's how he keeps them in line, by burning one of them every once in a while. I know, maybe. but you can't do that,
0: or you shouldn't.
1: <laughs> well, he does. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> He, on his way home, he meets a lame fox and a blind cat who, and Aww. then it, obviously it's revealed right away they're both faking it and they're scam artists. Oh. Yeah. Uh Because both of them are like, oh, hey, Pinocchio. Like, we know your dad. Last time we saw him, he was trembling with cold. And Pinocchio's like, oh, no, well, he won't suffer anymore because now I'm rich and I'm going to buy him a coat made out of gold and silver. And the fox and cat are like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, right. And then Pinocchio says, well, take a look at these and shows them the gold. Idiot. I know.
0: (sighs) They basically, they're just like, "We've we've got a method to make you grow your money. You can plant them in the ground at the special field and you'll get you know, 2000 gold coins instead of five. Yeah. Oh my God. So, so
1: he's like, we can go to the city of simple Simons and Love there's that. the field of wonders. Oh, also a blackbird tries to warn Pinocchio and the cat eats him and Pinocchio is <gasps> like, why did you do that? And the cat says, Oh, I was teaching him a lesson. He was talking too much. And so now he won't talk so much next time. <laughs> Cause he'll be dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, okay. So, Pinocchio's like, this is great. I'll plant my gold pieces because they said each piece will give you a tree with 500 gold pieces. So, he's like, this is awesome. I'll keep 2,000. I'll give you guys 500. And they're like, no, no, no. We don't want anything. We just want to help others out. And he's like, wow, these are really great guys. So, he leaves with them. And then they do something that Jackie always does. Which is they go... (laughs) They go to red the Red Lobster. lobster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they go to the Inn of the Red Lobster, and I'm just like, they're getting those cheddar biscuits. They're getting the Mariners yeah. Feast. I don't know just if that's a Jackie's real thing. favorite thing. I don't know.
1: So they, it should be. It sounds pretty good, actually.
0: I get the pecan crusted trout. Leave me alone. Okay. I yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So they, they say like, oh, nobody was hungry. And the cat, the poor weak cat, it says he only ate 35 mullets with tomato sauce and four portions of tripe with cheese and four more helpings of butter and cheese. Oh, and the poor fox... He couldn't eat anything. He only was able to eat a small hare with a dozen young tender spring chickens, some partridges, a few pheasants, a couple of rabbits, and a dozen frogs and lizards. He ate the whole damn 12 days of Christmas right there, basically. Pinocchio had a bite of bread and a few nuts, and that's all so costed a whole gold coin probably he didn't save anything for his poor dad did he Uh no he'll be heading back at midnight so they like the cat and the fox say to the innkeeper like wink wink wake us up at midnight the innkeeper wakes up pinocchio at midnight and says like oh your friends had to leave early because of like grandma problems And Pinocchio says, oh, well, I'm sure they paid. And he's like, no, no, no. They didn't want to embarrass you by not letting you be generous. So then Pinocchio has to pay a whole
0: gold coin for all the meals and he barely even ate anything. Yeah,
1: I know. He had a little crumb of bread and a nut, basically. So he's like on his way to the Field of Wonders and he sees a little glowing light and it's the ghost of the talking cricket. He's back. I guess so. He's back. And he says like, hey, Go home and give your dad the gold coins. He's crying because you're gone. And
0: Pinocchio's like, but I don't want to.
1: Yeah, I want to. I'm gonna turn it into two thousand. So they argue oh my back gosh. and forth, and the cricket says, "Remember, boys who insist on having their own way sooner or later come to grief." And Pinocchio's like. <laughs> shut up cricket the cricket's like be careful about the assassins and then disappears
0: <laughs> i just like <laughs> you felt bad about killing it and the whole time too like he's been saying to himself if only i'd listen to the cricket i wouldn't be in all this trouble and then the second <sighs> yeah, the cricket comes the cricket- back in ghost form you if something comes back in ghost form you listen to that thing because that's serious he needs right? to read
1: a christmas, yeah, carol. You read christmas carol
0: yeah yeah but also, like, if the
1: cricket, if you're like, I should have listened to the cricket, and then the cricket says something, and you're like... Shut the oh, hell up. He's saying the same <laughs> bullshit. Like, you just said that you would have listened to it, so why aren't you listening now? Because <laughs> he's a stupid puppet, that's He why. really is, wooden him. head. So he, um... <laughs> so he's, like, on the street, and he's like, hey... I don't even think assassins are real. They're invented by fathers and mothers to frighten children who run away at night. And even if I saw an assassin, I would say, well, signori, what do you want? Remember that you can't fool with me. Run along and mind your business. And he's like, and if they heard that speech, they would run away. Wow. So he sees some assassins, basically. They're like dressed head to toe in black and they're like, give us your money. But he put the money in his mouth and they threaten his dad. And then he tries to be like, no, not my dad. And they hear the gold clinking. So they're like, found it. And they try to pry his mouth apart, but his wooden mouth, like it stays too shut. So they like try to grab it. And then Pinocchio bites one of the assassin's hands. He bites it off and spits it out. And it turns out
0: it's a cat's paw, which that's the part I hate. It says he sank his teeth he sank his teeth deep into the assassin's hand, bit it off, and spat it yeah. out. And then he saw it was a cat's paw.
1: Yep. He has teeth. Wooden teeth. Geppetto was very thorough.
0: <laughs> that's so <laughs> So scary. was it the cat
1: from before? Yeah, or basically. Which I hate that he bit off a paw. I Cat paws are so cute. I know, but that cat kind of sucked.
0: That cat does kind of suck, but he still doesn't get it. Like, he still doesn't get, oh, that was the cat. He's just like, oh, that's weird. That was a cat No, paw. he's an idiot. Yeah.
1: So he um all right so he runs away they're like chasing him he jumps over some puddles and they fall in the puddle he climbs a tree and they try to set the tree on fire like he's running around and then he finally like he's like still running and they don't stop so that's the end of that chapter and then in the next one he sees a little cottage and he's like if I can get to the house maybe I'll be saved and he knocks on the door and the assassins are coming and a woman <laughs> Jackie can talk about her <laughs> but she has blue hair and a really white face it says as
0: white as wax <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to picture how this works because it says that and her eyes were closed and her hands are crossed over her chest and she says she says no one lives in this house everyone is dead and he's like can't you just yeah. let me in and she's like no i'm
1: dead You <laughs> look dead for sure
0: yeah she he says why are you in the window then if you're dead and she says i'm waiting for the coffin to take me away like this is so scary so she's mm-hmm. she doesn't let him in and he's like but he's a haunted puppet he doesn't care That's true <laughs> there's so, nothing
1: scarier than him <laughs> yeah so it's true the assassin
0: <laughs> yeah he's honestly the villain of this whole story the assassins are chasing him and they're I guess like the cat didn't care that it just had one of its paws bit off it's like whatever I can keep going so they get to him and they're like, well, are you going to open your mouth now or what? So they, they take out some knives and they start hitting him with the knives, but the knives break into a thousand pieces because his body is so hard, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and they, one of them looks at the other one and says, I understand that there is nothing left to do now, but hang him. And the other says to hang him. So they do that. They get a noose and they get a rope and they pull him up and they hang him on the tree And then they're like, goodbye, Mm -hmm. we'll see you tomorrow when you're dead, and then we'll take those coins out of your mouth. And so They're like, we hope you'll be polite enough to
1: let us find you dead and gone with your mouth wide open. Because he's been hanging for three hours at this point, and he's not
0: dead yet. So they're like, can you just die? Two full paragraphs go by where it's like, he's blown around by the wind, and he's sick, and a film starts to cover his eyes, and death is creeping nearer, and he's thinking, if only I'd listen to my father... And those were his... Or the cricket. Or the cricket. Those were his right. last words. <laughs> he closed his eyes, opened his mouth, stretched out his legs, and hung there as if he were dead. That is the original end yeah. of the book. That's it. That's the end. That's how Carlo Carlotti, or not Carlotti, Collodi, mm-hmm. decided to end this. And it was at the suggestion of his editor that he was like, how about you... Don't. don't kill the
1: main character how about you don't
0: do that <laughs> how about you like make it sweet and cute and make him turn into a real boy and he's like okay i guess i could do that too
1: fine yeah isn't that a crazy mm. ending they hang this puppet but why would that kill him yeah he doesn't breathe doesn't he, he? Needs, I, yeah, he no, needs oxygen, and also his apparently. body is so hard uh, i don't know i'm confused i don't i really don't like him i'm not rooting for him so, the original ending is fine with me.
0: <laughs> well, there's, but, unfortunately, there's more. It was published in Baby Journal, Becca. Like, this is what little kids were yeah. reading. <laughs> and it was I know, like, but the, the world
1: was harsh back in the 1880s. Yeah, he saw seven yeah. of his siblings die. True. Yeah, that's, that's his deal. So, So, at this point, after he's dead... The the lovely maiden with azure hair sends for the marionette and puts him to bed is the name of the title. So, so he's like dangling. The lovely
0: maiden is the dead girl.
1: <laughs> the girl pretending to be dead. Yeah, supposedly dead, but she's not even dead. So she calls for a giant falcon. And he's like, what would you like, my charming fairy? And the narrator says, actually, she was a very kind fairy who had lived in the woods for more than a thousand years. And it's like, oh, but was she?
0: Was Was she that kind? kind Because she wouldn't let him in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know. She'd let him be hanged outside her window for hours.
0: (laughs) And cry for his dad. Like, come on. And then waited till he seemed to be dead. And she's like, all right, go get him. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: she tells the Falcon to untie the knot and lay the puppet at the foot of the tree. I mean,
0: I guess when... I guess if you've if you've been around for a thousand years you watch little boys get hanged and cry for their dads all the time so maybe you're like I'm sure this will work out in the end right probably just yeah totally
1: normal you can't let it phase you Yeah. Yeah. So then she calls for a poodle who's like wearing a really fancy outfit. And she's like, come on, get my coach and go grab that half dead marionette and bring him to me. So then the poodle does. And then she calls some, it says the most famous doctors of the neighborhood, which are a crow, an owl and a talking cricket. And she's like, is he dead or alive? And the crow and the owl both disagree. Like they say the opposite thing. And then the cricket is like, oh, by the way, I know that marionette. That marionette is a rascal of the worst kind. And he's like, he's a rude, lazy runaway who broke his father's heart. And then Pinocchio is like crying and crying. And then the crow and the owl are like, oh, I guess he's alive. (laughs) Wait, was it the same cricket that was a ghost before? Is that how he knows him? He's alive? Yeah. Now he's a famous doctor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe Pinocchio was right not to trust this guy. In the neighborhood. (laughs) how can he be a famous doctor in the neighborhood when he lived in the same room of a shack for a hundred years and then he just got squished yesterday basically he was uh, it doesn't make any sense
0: no the last time pinocchio saw him he was like literally see-through and glowing blue so he was actually a ghost and now he's just like a cricket again
1: a cricket doctor yeah yeah. i just think there's too many plot holes for this guy to deserve any literary nobel prize (laughs) award yeah no
0: becca this is the greatest this is second only to the Bible. This is the greatest thing. There's a lot of potholes in the Bible too, I think if I could just go ahead and be Mm -hmm. edgy.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I wouldn't say the Bible was well-written. I hate to say, I don't hate to say it. it had a bunch of different authors that are all over the place wow. yeah they were all over the place in terms of literary quality so yeah. okay so Pinocchio the fairy is like oh my gosh he has a fever and she gives him some medicine and tells him it's bitter and he's like I don't want it and she says you have to drink it I'll give you some sugar afterwards and he's like give me the sugar first and she's like okay wow. promise you'll <laughs> have the medicine and he's like okay So then he has the sugar. She's like, okay, just drink these little few drops of medicine. It'll help you. And he's like, it's too bitter. And she says, you didn't even taste it. And he's like, I smelled it. I need more sugar. So she gives him another sugar cube. And he's like, oh, well, now my feather pillow on my feet is bothering me. So she takes it away. And then he's like, oh, the door's half open. So she closes it. And then he's like, I won't eat it. And she says, you're going to die. And he's like, that's fine. I would rather rather die die (laughs) than drink
0: this water. And he's, (laughs) so she does, this is a really messed up thing. So she goes, okay, well, I guess I'd better call the pallbearers then. So she calls in these black rabbits and they come with a tiny black coffin that's Pinocchio size. And they're like, all right get in and he's like give me the water i'll be good i promise <laughs>
1: yeah she i mean maybe your version is different but it doesn't say she calls them it just says he says i would rather die and then all of a sudden the door opens and the rabbits come in so i like i don't even know if she controls those rabbits or not either way it's it's
0: scary <laughs> it's scary
1: it is it is so then the rabbits are like ugh i guess we made the trip for nothing and they grumble and walk away and they made a tiny coffin yeah
0: and you know Italian parents were saying, like, oh, oh I guess those little f- those five rabbits are going to come in with your coffin. See you later. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, they
1: were totally milking See you later. Us. True. So then she's like, I hope you learned that boys need to drink their medicine. And he's like, I did. Next time I'll think about those rabbits and I'll drink the medicine. So he explains the thing about the, like getting the gold and then meeting the cat and the fox she's like where are the gold pieces and this is when his nose grows he says i lost them then the nose grows and she asks where and she says in the woods and she says oh then we can look for them and he says no actually i swallowed them when i drank the medicine then his nose grows so much he can't even escape and this is when she says like i'm laughing at your lies and i know you're lying because There are two kinds of lies: lies with short legs and lies with long noses. And yours just now happened to have long noses. Someone's been
0: reading the New Yorker. He
1: like cries for hours, hours. Seriously, he's crying for hours. And the fairy I would not deal with him. Let me wait for him to learn his lesson. (laughs) Finally, she calls a thousand woodpeckers who peck his nose so that it's the previous size. I just, (laughs) yeah, I couldn't deal with him.
0: You only get to control the thousand woodpeckers once in a while.
1: Yeah, he's weird. So then they both, him and the fairy, say that they love each other and they're like, let's be brother and sister.
0: Yeah. Huh. Isn't that weird? He says, I'll be your little brother. And she says, I'll be your little sister. And I'm like, it doesn't work that way. What do you can't both be the younger (laughs) sibling? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right.
1: I feel like she's definitely older than him. Yeah, she's over a thousand years old. He's like two days old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But so she she says, because he's like, what about my dad? And she says, oh, I already asked for him. He's on his way. And Pinocchio is like, this is great. I'm going to go meet him. I cannot wait to kiss that dear old man who suffered so much for my sake. And she's like, "Okay, just go along the path. And then as soon as he goes on the path, he sees the fox and the cat again. And the cat like Crap. has its paw in a sling, basically. And the fox says, oh, the cat saw a wolf and the wolf was so hungry that this dear cat gave it his paw to eat. And Pinocchio is like, wow, mm-hmm. what a great guy. Yeah, he he's not smart. He couldn't be dumber. No, no, seriously. So they're like, oh, hey,
0: you know, don't you want to come with us? <laughs> it is very, very cool Let's go to the f- the field. So, but first they go, um, he's like, well, so he goes to the field, he can't find the coins, and he's like, oh no, they're gone. So they go to the
1: city of Simple Simons. And they see all these things. They see, it says, hairless dogs yawning from hunger, sheared sheep trembling with cold, combless chickens begging for a grain of wheat, like all kinds of these animals who are missing things. And they're all like begging and then sometimes rich people go by. So they go to the field of wonders and the fox says, dig a hole and bury the gold pieces. Then go get a pail of water, sprinkle it over the dirt. And then like we're going to like... Go away for 20 minutes and then come back and you'll find a tree with gold pieces. So he's like, thank you. I'm going to give you guys something awesome. And the two of them are like, don't give us anything. Like, we're just so happy that we were able to help you. And they leave. So obviously they dug them up while he was getting the water. But um,
0: so in the next chapter, Jackie. Sorry. So then he does. He comes back and he's like, oh. I can't wait to see it. What if it's going to be a thousand coins? What if it's two thousand? What if what if it's a hundred thousand coins and I can like build a palace and all this stuff? So he gets there and he's like, "Oh, they're not here. Oh, I must have got to do a little further." So he keeps looking and looking and looking, and he's not getting it. And he's like, "I don't understand where they could be." And then there's a parrot that's sitting above him on a branch and it's laughing at him. And he's like, "Why are you laughing at me?" And he's like, "Cause you just lost all your money, basically." And he's like, "Yeah, you can't mm-hmm. you can't believe everything you hear and allow yourself to be caught in a trap." And Pinocchio's like are you talking about me? And he's like, yeah, I'm talking about you. Um, yeah. Idiot. He's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. So he says like, I hate you, him. You were caught in a trap.
1: Yeah. Are you talking about me? <laughs> so, <laughs> I hate him so much. Just-
0: <laughs> While you were away in the city, the fox and the cat took your four gold pieces. And so Pinocchio is like, okay, well I have to go to the judge then and like report this robbery. So this is very, very Condeen He goes to the judge, and he, like, tells him everything, and the judge is, like... The judge is a gorilla. Yeah, the judge is a gorilla, (laughs) by the way. And he's, like, (laughs) oh, he's, like, a kind look, and he's... he's, crying. He's looking so moved, and then when he's done telling his story, he rings a bell, and two big Mastiff dogs appear, and they are... The the judge gorilla (laughs) says, this poor simpleton has been robbed of four gold pieces. Take him, therefore, and throw him into prison. So he's like, wait a second, I didn't (laughs) do I didn't do anything. And then (laughs) the the guy is He's in jail for four months, by the way. Four months, yeah. So then, at one point, like, there's another leader that takes over, and he decides, like, when he celebrates after these four months, like, this other guy takes over the city, and then he's like, I'm going to have a celebration, and part of the celebration is I'm going to free all the prisoners. So they free all the prisoners, Whoa. except for Pinocchio. And except po- Pinocchio. Yeah, and Pinocchio's yeah. like, well, what can I go to? And the jailer's like, no, you're you're one of those. Pinocchio says, wait a second, I'm a thief too. And the jailer's like, Oh well, in that case, go ahead. So he lets him out. Yeah. So he got thrown in jail for getting stolen. He's not the dumbest boy in the world.
1: So, so they were like, let all the thieves out of prison, and he's like, I went out of prison as well. You
0: were stolen. Yeah, you're a simple Simon. And he goes, Yeah, (laughs) it did steal. Yeah
1: simple simon so like so you can put in you can be put in jail for being a criminal or a simpleton and the emperor was like let the criminals out of jail but not the simpleton simpleton. yeah so pinocchio's like no no no! actually i'm a criminal so he's free well his one stroke of intelligence intelligence seriously i don't know if he he might be smart like one other time
0: she seemed like legitimately delighted when the judge was like okay send him to jail (laughs)
1: i'd send him into jail he sucks is he your favorite character the gorilla judge yeah yeah he is that gorilla okay so yeah this is our last chapter for the the episode so okay okay. pinocchio's like this is great
0: this is the worst chapter by the way he's
1: on his way home he wants to see the fairy he wants
0: to see his dad i think it's pretty good it's stupid i thought this i thought you were gonna hate this one we'll see
1: well, he says, I mean, it is really stupid, but so is everything else. So he says, um, this one's like, stupid. I've been so unhappy, but I deserve everything for I'm certainly very stubborn and stupid. And then he's like, from now on, I'll be a good, obedient boy. Let me see. No, if he my dad's waiting for me. I hope the fairy forgives me. And he says, can there be a worse or more heartless boy than I am anywhere? No. <laughs> and then he sees. It, it, all of a sudden on the road in front of him there's a large a huge immense serpent with bright green skin fiery eyes which glowed and burned and a pointed tail that smoked like a chimney
0: and he goes and it says pinocchio freaked he out runs yeah. half a mile back down the road and then is like well let me go see if he's gone and he goes he's, back the snake is still he's there he's like
1: let me wait for the serpent yeah, yeah. Still there. So, so Pinocchio, it says he says to him in a sweet, soothing voice, I beg your pardon, Mr. Serpent. Would you be so kind as to let me pass? And the serpent, like, (laughs) doesn't move. And then he's like, come on, Mr. Serpent. I just want to see my dad. And it doesn't move. Like, doesn't really move at all. Except it says... That before that, he was he seemed awake. And then the serpent seemed suddenly very quiet and still. It says he closed his eyes and his tail stopped smoking. And I'm reading a lot of this because it's so confusing. Yeah. So, he lifts his leg up to step over the serpent. And then it says the serpent shoots up like a spring. And Pinocchio falls head over heels backward and sticks with his head stuck in the mud and his legs in the air. And he's, like, kicking and squirming. At this. And then...
0: The serpent... <laughs> laughed so hard i'm just gonna read it verbatim the serpent laughed so heartily and so long that at last he burst an otter an artery and died on the spot <laughs> and that's it yeah so this is actually the <laughs> yeah. I, this is true this is the origin of the phrase um burst out laughing because it originally was like burst what? his oh. skin from laugh like burst from laughing so this is oh. his skin he burst his artery Yeah, but I think in one of the versions or one of the translations, it's like he just burst entirely or something.
1: Oh, my gosh. Hmm. Well, there you go. Wait, how many more chapters are there? Like 50 more. 40 more. That's crazy. He he thought he was going to write 20 chapters and then he wrote three times more. He tried to stop at chapter 16. But then, yeah, yeah, I think it's how many is like how many chapters did there end up being? We'll tell you in a second. But basically, there are 36
0: so we're, we're through, yeah, we've got we've yeah. done more than
1: half. So Pinocchio, mm-hmm. he like is running home, running home, and then he sees a field of grapes because he's hungry. So he sees a field of grapes that he wants to pick and eat, and he jumps into the field and then all of a sudden he's caught in a trap set by a farmer for some weasels, which came every night to steal his chickens. So that's our cliffhanger. Pinocchio is stuck in a weasel trap. All that has happened in this <laughs>
0: chapter is he sees a snake and he like gets scared f- he falls down and the snake just laughs so hard he dies. Laughs. And that's it. And then he gets yeah. caught in a trap. Why did the snake have yeah. to be there? What lesson did that teach him at all? <laughs>
1: I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just, I think it just I guess, taught him that he's not charming, right? He probably got paid by the word, honestly. <laughs> He's like, something has to happen in this chapter.
0: (laughs) Maybe somebody was like, hey, Carlo, I bet you can't like work a snake in somehow with a volcano tail. And he's like, I bet you I can.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a creature Theo would have drawn in high school. But okay, so the thing that's so weird is that in every adaptation of pinocchio it's all about how he wants to be a real boy this puppet has not once wanted to be a real boy (laughs) yeah
0: and we're more than halfway through it's about how he like wants to be a good boy a good boy but he really doesn't try that hard but he he doesn't want to be a good boy boy. yeah
1: no, he thinks he's already the best boy (laughs) and he wants to do whatever he
0: wants
1: (laughs) you know it's that's what (laughs) but like he clearly isn't he is not having like a crisis like an internal crisis about his identity he considers himself a boy and sometimes he's like i'm an awesome boy sometimes he's like i'm a terrible
0: boy this is one of the greatest metaphors for the entire human condition think about it (laughs) Hmm.
1: (laughs) but like he doesn't want to be a real boy at all yet yeah right he's never
0: wanted that he wants to give his dad a lot of gold. We do know that.
1: Yeah, yeah, but he's
0: just stupid about it, I guess. Well, he he really hated his dad until he just got hungry one time, and then he was like, I love him. Um, I found what I was saying. The saying, Burst into Laughter, um, which in Italian is "ridere a Crippopelli, meaning laugh to crack skin, was created after the release mm-hmm. of the book in reference to the episode of The Death of the Giant Snake. <sighs>
1: Okay, wait, wait. So the Italian version of Bursting into Laughter came from Pinocchio, not the English Burst into Laughter.
0: Yeah, because it was written in Italian, and then that Italian know, phrase but, was, but it, yeah, it kind of became Burst into Laughter.
1: I don't know if that's what that thing is saying. It's possible, but it sounds like they're just saying the Italian version of the phrase came from the book. Well, which came first, the English or the Italian Definitely version? the Italian. I mean, they could have come up different why why definitely i don't know it
0: was written in italian
1: (laughs) no but you can like it could have i'm i'm gonna google it because they could have come up independently because laughing to break the skin isn't the same thing as burst out laughing okay the origin of burst out laughing has existed since at least the 1700s Mm. Mm. so we burst out laughing existed longer than laughing to break the skin what's your source like dictionary.com basically I don't know
0: wikipedia says it's all about bursting an artery and it's because of this snake so maybe we can't trust them Ew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> who knows well but if they said burst in an artery I don't think I would like the phrase but since you just burst out laughing it's like the laughter burst yeah. out and we're completely intact <laughs> We need to get still, uh, someone who specializes in italo-american linguistic origins yeah to come I, on I need a better podcast. source for this
0: <laughs> I feel like there definitely are parts of this that I bet the author did intend to be funny. Like the opening chapter, where like the guy is like getting beat up by the wood, and then like it causes all this confusion. I think he meant that to be funny. But I think yeah, all the that's stuff, I, think, funny. I guess
1: what I'm saying is Pinocchio's bad behavior. I think you're not supposed to be like ha ha ha, he's so funny. Oh. You're supposed to be like I hate this little like Becca, Yeah, you're <laughs> really peeping. getting exactly it. <laughs> I, mean, I do. You and Carlo would get brat. along well. <laughs> yeah and like when he goes to jail i like you love yeah. that
0: you cackled yeah uh I love also love it when wrote, puppets go to jail <laughs> <laughs> i love a puppet in jail um he also wrote another kind of like didactic philosophical story um which in english is called the bible yeah, he also wrote the Bible. It's called Little Johnny's Voyage Through Italy, and it's um, oh gosh, a series about an unruly boy who undergoes humiliating experiences while traveling the country.
1: <laughs> this guy had a wheelhouse. Why does this guy hate little kids? <laughs> so it's like exactly the same book. <laughs>
0: he hates little boys, and he hates He hates little boys.
1: <laughs> so he's like, I saw seven of my siblings die, and they deserved it basically like yeah he's like, good he's, i'm glad that was that wasn't enough yeah i wanted them yeah. all to die he's
0: writing stories for children and he's like you know what kids probably like reading about terrible things happening to kids i mean and it kind seems of. like kids did like yeah it, he was right yeah <laughs> after chapter 15 where pinocchio <laughs> was basically lynched the audience was like please give us more but i don't know if it's because they loved it or because yeah. they just hated the way it ended <laughs> they're like
1: we look, we don't care that he's dead. We just want him to have some more shenanigans yeah, first. Bring that hot cricket back. Oh gosh, that's what Megan was. Oh say. yeah, and they brought him back and they he did. was alive. Now he was a famous doctor. <laughs> that cricket, he's had an interesting <laughs> life. This should really be about him. I'm never
0: gonna look at that cricket the same again without thinking of your cousin.
1: <laughs> how often do you look at Jiminy Cricket?
0: Well <laughs> Yeah I looked at him several times today. <laughs> yeah i haven't seen him in
1: a while i feel like i hadn't seen him for years until rachel brought up the Jiminy Cricket crush thing again and well, I was like oh also, yeah what'd he look like his name's not Jiminy he's just the cricket or the talking, the talking cricket, cricket. Wait, or the ghost in of the, the cricket in the Disney one he is Jiminy I know. though right but in okay. this so like if you so like anyone can do an adaptation of Pinocchio with a talking cricket but if you name it Jiminy I guess you'd get in trouble from Disney it's am like I Winnie the Pooh to say Jiminy the Cricket yeah we can say whatever we want Okay, but I am just saying like you can do anything you want now with Winnie the Pooh it's just he can't wear a red shirt or Disney will sue you. Can he wear an orange shirt? Yeah. Oh, okay. He could wear like blue jeans and a cowboy hat. Ooh, that, no. <laughs> what if he has a red shirt and blue jeans and a cowboy hat? No. Probably, yeah. <laughs> as long as he doesn't have one red crop top shirt
0: and no pants. <laughs> I mean, basically, we're good to that's go.
1: what makes him the Disney Winnie the
0: Pooh. Do you think someone Mm. could go, like, for Halloween as Winnie the Pooh and just wear a red crop top and nothing else and just be like, I'm Winnie the Pooh? I think they could, I mean, people would know, but they would get in big trouble, probably. Because of not having anything else on. Maybe
1: a gorilla would send them to prison. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That would be funny if you went, if you wore a gorilla costume for Halloween and people are like, what are you dressed as? And you're like, my favorite character from Pinocchio. (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) I'm the judge. (laughs) The judge from Pinocchio. (laughs) So I feel like we gave uh, our new editor, Jacob, a very challenging first episode because we're like, hey, here's a story that doesn't make any sense. And it's got 14 million characters. And there's two separate times at which Jackie tells everything backwards. And we're like, just kidding, Jacob. Fix that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he can do what he wants. He's got two weeks to work on it. So, you know, by the time you're hearing this, you'll see if he works it out. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we should have a thing where we like clap like five times very quickly. And that'll be like, Jacob like that's how you know mistake I just just said (laughs) mistake
1: (laughs) poor Jacob he's the Geppetto to our Pinocchio (laughs) where he's like I wish I hadn't done this but it's too late I have to take care of them now yeah yeah exactly that's the lesson you never (laughs) we're like we're gonna make his job easy (laughs) And then our stupidity makes it worse. I I burned the podcast's feet off and I'm like, Jacob, make us new feet, please. (laughs) A cat. (laughs) A cat ate our (laughs) podcast's feet.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's got some staying power. That's a good one, Becca.
1: We're going to have to, let's make some memes. Becca, if you come up with, we're going to bring it back. We, for a, for a while, we were doing like memes based on the books and we would post them on our Instagram and stuff. Yeah. And we I quit, remember. but they were really good. And I already have a good meme, actually. It's not really a meme. It's like a funny image. It it kind of makes fun of Jackie. You have to seek, you have to, what did, what did the cricket say? You have to ply your trade. If you're not going to go to school, you must learn to ply a trade or else. Yeah. You'll go to a hospital or prison. (gasps) He already went to prison. Uh oh. He was right. Wow, the cricket really knew. (laughs) Do you think he'll go to a hospital in the next half?
0: Well, he would have gone to a hospital if if Geppetto hadn't made him new. And also
1: he kind of she had to heal him. That was kind of a hospital.
0: Three doctors came in. Including one that was really famous. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Including the one that told him (laughs) the warning. It's always nice when you like tell someone something and then you're there as the like I told you so part happens. Maybe yeah. that's why he came back to life and became a doctor. Because <laughs> his desire
0: to say, I told you so was so strong. Yeah, that's what doctors do. They don't <laughs> fix you. They just stand <laughs> over you and they say, I told you you should have worn a helmet. <laughs> they criticize you.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and say, dang, Maybe she that's sucks. what Dennis knew. <laughs> I told you to brush your teeth in the evening and now look where we are. Exactly. I told you to
0: brush your teeth wow. in the evening and the evening alone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That was crazy. Well, uh, audience, I appreciate you sticking with us through this Theo list time. And if you really love and miss Theo, consider becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash fire the canon because there's
0: a lot of back catalog Theo content, but also
1: with Theo, true. Theo is going to continue to do our like mini series podcast, Goose Buddies, Bump Patrol. Goose Buddies. <laughs> That's <what it's> called. <laughs> But Maybe we should change it to Goose Buddies where we read the Goosebumps books in order and talk about them. So Theo actually really enjoyed doing that apparently and wants to keep doing it. So if you'd like to hear Theo become a patron you can also go to our website firethecannonpod.com we haven't taken his photo down yet so go look <laughs> oh no i don't <laughs> want to take his photo down <laughs> what okay is it it's pronounced emeritus correct because he would be our producer emeritus that's what we're gonna change it our into. producer in memoriam <laughs> yeah producer in memoriam and you can also go to our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook, whatever. We're basically fire the pot everywhere. Take a look. Email us, FireTheCanonPod at gmail.com. Tell us that, you know, you miss Theo, but you're happy that we're continuing even without him, and you like us even more, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> pump him up, but don't hurt our self-esteem at the same time. You <laughs> think you can handle that? Well, well
0: wow. maybe you really... You know, I think Becca's a great addition. And thank you so much, Becca, for joining us. And I know you're going to join us again some more in the future. And, um, you know, you can join our Patreon even if it's not because you miss Theo. Like It could just be because you, you know, love the ones that didn't quit. True.
1: Wow. And we're going to have some really fun things coming your way. I think, so the plan for us going forward is we'll be, we'll continue to do the bump patrols with Theo. We're going to do our book episodes, I think, hopefully with Becca joining
0: us for most of the book episodes. Yeah. We decided it just really works to have a third person there who like doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Who doesn't read it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we're also going to do our author interviews, probably without Becca, because she's busy learning to be a dentist. Mm-hmm. It is. It takes a lot of time, unfortunately. unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. I, I I'm very excited. I think we've got a pretty cool author interview coming up that I'm aware of this year we will i'll continue reaching out to other people and if you have an author that you're really into or like a book related person in some capacity who you want us to have on email us and send us suggestions and yeah you know ask questions because we can pass along i can just dm them and they respond (laughs) i'm always shocked but it's happened a lot I have a Theo suggestion. Okay. Yeah. If you don't want to take his picture down, you should <laughs> fade him a little bit and make him glowing blue. Oh like yeah. The, <laughs> the ghost of the talking Theo. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't think that far into the metaphor.
0: I thought you were going to say we should like fade <laughs> him in his picture a little at a time, a little at a time, a little at a time and it just gets fainter oh, and until he fainter until no, finally there's
1: nothing. So <laughs> <Until> he's gone. <laughs> oh and then it'll turn into Becca. <gasps> it'll no, it's gonna be like uh, what are the little things that turn into things? Anamorphs, anamorphs, Because my sister wanted me to do <laughs> anamorphs. Yeah, it'll be Theo and Becca, like
0: Theo turning into and then, Becca, then Theo and turning into be a Jacob. horrible part in the middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, That's Yeah, basically. Good. Yeah, so. There's that, and then um, also if you don't have the the funds or the desire to become a patron right now, you can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, um, and also mm-hmm. you can rate us on Spotify. If you happen to come across us on thumbs any up, other, please. yeah, thumbs up, uh, not down. Only two options. Please, please do the up one. Yeah. Um, Nothing or thumbs up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then if you see us on any other platforms, feel free to rate us on there too. Um, my friends that I mm-hmm. met at. Um, Oh, I didn't meet them at the, a Waffle House, as in like, that's where we met for the first time. I just met them there like to hang out. Um I but wish. My friends, <laughs> Jessica and Philip and I met at a Waffle House a few weeks ago. And um, before I got there, they told the server about the podcast. And the, the podcast? <gasps> yeah. And then when I got there, he was like, so where's your podcast? And I was like, oh, it's basically on everything. What, what does that mean? He says like, what is it? It's all around like, us. Like where can I find? Yeah, it's all around us. It's in our hearts. <laughs> um, he said, "Like where can I find it?" And I said, "Well, it's basically on like any platform you can think of." And Philip next to me goes, "Except YouTube, apparently." And I was like, "Yeah, except what YouTube." Is- <laughs>
1: Uh, okay fine we'll go on youtube at some point but not we're a little busy right now we can't just, just okay. do it because of a passive aggressive anyway, thing
0: philip said to a waffle house waiter one time like let's just do it because we want <laughs> to do how I live that's it that's true yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay well thanks again for joining us come back in i guess two weeks from now and you'll get to hear what's going on with old panoke okay something crazy i'm sure oh yeah a lot of it, it's kind of unbelievable what happens to this guy <laughs>
0: okay, okay. you be happy Becca <laughs> all right how do we sign all off right. now just uh bye Bye. <laughs> oh wait you're not saying
1: bye to Theo's mom anymore we we sort of we'll do it anyway we don't do it all the time but we stopped at the end of season one but let's say it just this time just to be you know cool okay let's say okay. bye Nell one two and three. everyone else's mom and dad bye Nell happy birthday Anita. bye and Nell.
0: Bye Nancy.
1: Oh yeah, happy birthday. Oh happy birthday, Mom. Okay.
0: Bye.
1: Oh yeah, bye Nancy. Bye.